Have you always wanted to have a program on the radio? If you can talk on the phone, you can have your very own program on Holy Ghost Radio 2. You can produce your program or we can help you produce it. For more information, tap on the ad panel on our app or contact us through our website, www.holyghostradio.com. The following program is brought to you by an independent producer. The opinions expressed on the program do not necessarily reflect those of the staff, management, or ownership of Holy Ghost Radio. Begin to be poured out upon all men. This is that spoken by the prophet Joel. This is that spoken by the prophet Joel. In the last days, I pour out my spirit, saith the Lord. Tell it like it is radio broadcast coming to you live from the studios of KDIX Dickinson, North Dakota. 
as we have for the last oh, 18 some years, I guess. We've been doing this for a long time. And good to have you with listening tonight. You can be part of this program. You can text me 701-290-7862. That's 701-290-7862. Also, if you're uh, listening from out of the country, which you could be on the internet tonight, you could email me, Robert Simons58 at gmail.com. R-O-B-E-R-T-S-I-M-O-N-S-5-8 at gmail.com. And um, the um, good to have uh, somebody listening from the Philippines this morning. Uh, Billy Deesom listening from the Philippines. Good to have him with us tonight. And um, others that are texting already. So good to have a girl from Arizona listening tonight, looks like to me. I'm the pastor of the New Life Pentecostal Church right here in Dickinson, North Dakota. Our address is 501 Elks Drive. We're right on the interstate, and uh, what a great location for a church. We just moved to that building in January. Today, I bet we had 20 or more visitors, mostly first-time visitors, and um, several of them said they just saw our sign on the interstate. So I, I'm really happy about that and uh, just really, really excited. i also excited about our, our uh, Pentecostal church in Bismarck. They had some great services this weekend. They had a, a man named Charles Robinette there preaching. And, um, and I believe they said all together, counting the ones they baptized in the prison and everywhere else that they had, let's see, where is that here? Something like 46 people. Get the Holy Ghost this weekend in Bismarck. Sixteen were baptized in the name of Jesus. Man, that sounds pretty pretty exciting to me. Uh, we've got um, several people texting me tonight. Please text me tonight. Uh, we've got the uh, world-famous evangelist Von Pearson just texted me from North Carolina. Good to have him listening tonight. We've got Carl and Jeannie in Michigan listening, and uh, some that I don't know who you are, but I'm glad that you are listening tonight. We've got hey look at this we had we've got some people that snuck how did you guys get in the studio man they let anybody in here we've got a, a man named Eli his wife Ashton listening tonight and we've got the Bible scholar named Henry here with them so he'll be helping us out in the program tonight anyway I'm just kind of rambling but I do pastor the New Life Pentecostal Church and uh, we are having uh, we're growing God's moving. We're seeing great things happening and people being baptized in the name of Jesus, people receiving the Holy Ghost just like they did in the Bible, uh, and we want you to be part of that. Our next service is Wednesday night at 7.30, 501 Elks Drive. Also, we have a church started in Beach. It meets at the Beach Community Center Tuesday nights at 7.30, and we also have a church in Bowman, North Dakota now. That's brand new. And that meets Thursday night at 7.30. And I don't have an address there, but it's right on Main Street. And it's uh, one, one of the storefronts right there. So there's all kinds of different ways. And then, of course, on Sundays, you can come and visit us at 10 o'clock, Sunday school, 11 o'clock, our worship service. <coughs> Tonight, I'm going to talk about something on the radio that I did talk about last week, Wednesday, in our church service. I want to read to you in Genesis chapter 19. I'll read a few verses, starting with verse 15. It says, And when the morning arose, then the angels hastened 
Lot, saying, Arise, take thy wife and thy two daughters, which are here, lest thou be consumed in the iniquity of the city. And while he lingered, the men laid hold upon his hand, and upon the hand of his wife, and upon the hand of his two daughters, the Lord being merciful unto him, and they brought him forth, and set him without the city. And it came to pass, when they had brought them forth abroad, that he said, Escape for thy life, look not behind thee, neither stay thou in at all in the plain, escape to the mountain, lest thou be consumed. Verse 26, it said, But his wife looked back from behind him, and she became a pillar of salt. And tonight we're going to talk about these, this story of the escape from Sodom. Uh, the city of Sodom was a very wicked city. It was a very violent city. It was a very a city of perversion, sexual perversion. The, um, uh, the uh, of course, the, uh, the, one of the rampant sins there was homosexuality, which is a sin, and it's against God's will for your life. If you're living that lifestyle right now, I will tell you that um, we at our church, the New Life Pentecostal Church, we want to help you escape from that. Um, I believe it's a destructive, not only in this life, but in eternal life, it's a very destructive behavior, very confusing behavior. And uh, the people that live that lifestyle uh, need our prayers and they need our help. And I've always tried to take that stand. I, I'm not a um, gay basher. You know, if if you think that that that's funny, I don't think it's funny. When I hear of people caught in homosexual homosexuality, it doesn't make me mad. It makes me want to cry because um, I realize that they are confused and they need help. Well, this whole city, the city of Sodom, was this was one of the prevailing sins there. And there was a man named Lot that had moved there. It's a long story, but his family was there. And uh, and there were angels sent to help him escape from the city. Now, these angels, um, uh, they, they tried to get him to leave, and they, it's like he wouldn't leave. And finally, these angels grabbed him by the hand, he, his wife, his two daughters, and took them out of the city, uh, kind of by holding their hand, kind of by force just about. The... Um, the uh, rest of Lot's family and everything that belonged to Lot was left in Sodom and was eventually, right just about that day, destroyed in Sodom. And so so this is a very, very interesting story. And then when they got outside the city, in verse 17, uh, so that the angels had brought them outside the city, they told them, run for your life, escape, get get to the mountains, don't look back. And then we read how Lot's wife turned and looked back and she died. And this is kind of the, and hopefully that, I know in radio broadcasts, I mean, I'm talking to people tonight that are listening on Holy Ghost Radio that know this story. I'm talking to people that are in Dickinson, maybe just driving uh, from the grocery store or from the restaurant that have no idea of this story. And so I, I don't want to really lose you. I don't want to bore some of you and I don't want to lose some of you. But I'm telling you that this city of Sodom was a very wicked place, and God had called Lot to escape from this city. And then when he had got him to escape, he told him, don't look back, don't go back, uh, just run for your lives. And so this this is, uh, tonight, the, the essence of this program is this, come out from sin and stay out, don't look back. Don't don't uh, don't turn around. Don't don't um, go back. That's the very essence of this, and that's what our program is going to be about tonight. And so we're gonna I'm gonna have Abe play a song, or he's gonna play a song off 
our playlist here, and then um, you can text me tonight, 701-290-7862. marvelous light out of darkness into his marvelous light out of darkness into his marvelous light come on come on come on come on out of darkness into his marvelous light out of darkness into his marvelous light out of darkness into his marvelous light come on out of darkness You should show forth the praises of him who has called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. Out of darkness into his marvelous light. Out of darkness into his marvelous light. Come on, come on, come on, come on. Out of darkness into his marvelous light. Out of darkness into his marvelous light. Out of darkness into his marvelous light. Bob here, the Tell It Like It Is show. Hey, thank you so much, everybody that's been texting me and let me know that you're listening. Uh, we've got a lot of regular listeners that are listening tonight. Good to have you. We've got some people from Gulva, North Dakota listening, from Grafton, North Dakota listening. We've got the uh, somebody from up in that Minot area. We've got 
Brother Farron, listening from Jamestown area. I think he's over there. And I mentioned earlier Carl, Jeannie, and uh, and uh, Carl's daughter Olivia listening tonight. <coughs> Good to have all of you guys that are tuned in to the Tell It Like It Is radio show, amongst others. And um, I'm just honored that you would listen to us. Tonight we're talking about, and please uh, text me tonight if you have input into the program about what we're talking about. But we're talking about the two calls that God gave to to Lot and his family, the call to come out of Sodom and the call to stay out of Sodom. Um, I'm going to just deal with them one at a time. You know, God is calling people out of this sinful world. He's calling them out. He uh, he's he's calling them. Uh, he's he's reaching them. As I said today, we had probably 20 visitors in church. Uh, I believe I believe God is calling people to Himself. A songwriter said one time, "I'm just a nobody trying to tell everybody about somebody who can save anybody," and that's how I feel tonight. You know, um, He called me out. He brought me out of the miry clay. The songwriter said. And it doesn't matter who you are. It doesn't matter how you're living. It doesn't make any difference. When I we started the church that I pastor here in Dickinson about 30 years ago, in fact, we're having our 30-year celebration of being a church this August, August 4th. Alfred Deeds will be speaking at that. And we just want to invite everybody. That's a Saturday. We're going to feed everybody afterwards. And so we want, I mean, we want the whole city to turn out for it. But... But we started this church 30 years ago, and I got to pick the name of it because we started it, and the name we picked was New Life Pentecostal Church. The reason I, I like that name is because that's what we believe. It doesn't matter who you are. You can have a new life. Uh, you, can, you, can, you can have a new life. And, and God is calling people out of this world, just like he was calling Lot out of Sodom. You know, um, if you uh, are... A person that thinks that Pentecostals are um, self-righteous, judgmental. Um, if you if you're the kind of person that thinks that that uh, that we look down on people that aren't living right or living what the Bible says, I don't know where you came up with that opinion, but you have never visited our church. I mean, we have people in our church that have come from all different kinds and walks of life. And, um, and you know, we, we um, you know, I don't care who you are. You're welcome to come to our church. And, uh, and God wants to help you. He really does. And so the call is for everyone to come out of sin, to come out of this world. The, um, the, uh, the very word holiness has the connotation to it of being called out. God is calling us out. He's calling us away. Uh, there was a great, in the book of Revelation, there was a, this great harlot church. And I've got some ideas on what that church is. And, uh, and I know if I would say them, I would make a lot of people in Dickinson mad at me. But the Bible said there were people in this great harlot church, this church that had twisted and turned the truth to the point where it's hardly recognizable. And the Lord spoke to that church and said, come out of her, my people. God is calling people out. He is. First Peter 2 and 9 says, but you are a, no, First Peter, yeah, First Peter 2 and 9 through 11, but you are a chosen 
generation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a peculiar people, that you should show forth the praises of him who hath called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. Which in time past were not a people, but are we are now the people of God, which had not obtained mercy, but now have obtained mercy. Dearly beloved, I beseech you as strangers and pilgrims, abstain from fleshly lust, which war against the soul. Peter said here that we were called out of darkness into his marvelous light. Second Corinthians 6 and 17, Paul says, Come out from among them and be ye separate, saith the Lord. You see, God is calling people out. That's why we do prison ministries. That's why we do this radio broadcast. This two-pronged radio show that I'm talking about tonight, there's two parts to this. And I'm not ashamed to talk about either one of them publicly. Number one, God is calling you out. I don't care if you're a drunk. I don't care if you're living in a more immoral lifestyle. I don't care if you're a liar or a thief. doesn't make any difference to me. God is calling you out. God has got mercy. There isn't anybody so bad that God can't forgive them. There isn't anybody so bad that we don't want you in our church. You know, this is... Um, <coughs> I mean this this is this is this is the place that you need to go for God's mercy. God's calling you out. And and even the call of God is part of his mercy. If you read that very carefully that my text tonight in Genesis 19 when these angels told Lot take your wife, your daughters that are here and get out of the city. And they lingered in verse 16. Maybe they were trying to gather some things, say goodbye to their loved ones. I don't know what they were doing. But the men laid hold upon his hand and upon the hand of his wife and upon the hand of his two daughters. And the Lord being merciful unto him, and they brought him forth and set him without the city. You see, God is interested in you escaping from sin and from this world. That he is the whole purpose of Jesus coming. He he said it. He he said it in several different ways, but the most prominent way that Jesus said it: the Son of Man has come to seek and to save that which was lost. You know, the church, God's church, is all about reaching the lost. That's what it's about. And the mercy of God is if you're if you're listening right now. And you're not right with God. This program is part of the mercy of God. You know, this idea that that you can just sit back and not tell anybody about the impending danger to their soul if they're not right with God, that's not the love of God. The love of God is telling lost people they're lost. You know, this, uh, this idea that everybody's okay I mean, everybody's all right. doesn't make any difference what you do. You're okay. That's not the love of God. The love of God is telling lost people they're lost. So this this is the first thing that I want to talk about, that I am talking about tonight. I, 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 don't, I don't want to, to uh, hurry through it. I don't, want to, I don't want to get to my second point. But come out of this world. The guy that's talking on this microphone at one time... Uh, until I was 20 years old, had a drug addiction problem. And uh, and when I first walked into a Pentecostal church, 
the very first time I ever walked in, those people loved me, reached out to me, and and reached out and, and, and helped me. You see, I didn't look like them. I didn't talk like them. I didn't know anything they knew. But I heard the call, come on out. Come out from among them. Come to God. You know, don't stay in your sin. You're not okay the way you are. Of course, I knew that. So so this is number one. Number one, come out of sin. That's God's plan. That's what we do. That's that's one of the things that, that I always loved about my pastor. He's He's passed away now. My pastor, David Walters, is... I watched him do this. Like he'd have his Thursday night Bible study all prepared uh, on holiness or whatever. And a visitor would walk in. And this visitor uh, would walk into the church and he would start reaching out to that visitor in his preaching. He had a heart for the, the those that were lost and those that didn't know any better. He really did. And, um, and so <clears throat> this is, um, this is part, this is what, you know, this, the songwriter said that it's, it's a soul saving station. That's what the church is. That's, I mean, we've had drunk people show up to our church before. We've had, um, I mean, we've, we've had all kinds of different, you know, we, we have the religious kooks that have come. We've had, we've had people from every different background. You know, we've had dangerous criminals come into our church before. We've had, I mean, we've got, I mean, there are people that, uh, you know, but our church is open because we're trying to reach the lost. Doesn't make any difference who you are. But number two is just as important as number one. Come out of sin, but stay out. Stay out of sin. See, that's what, that's what, that's why in that story, when the angels got him out of town, they told him, okay, uh, you're out, keep going, don't look back. But the Bible said, Lot's wife looked back and she died. Luke seventeen thirty two, one of the shortest verses in the entire Bible. Jesus said, remember Lot's wife. The reason Jesus said that is because he wanted us to preach what I'm going to preach in the second portion of the program tonight. This is the Tell It Like It Is radio show. Text me tonight. This is a live broadcast right now, 701-290-7862. Felt like freedom, a rebel headed anywhere but home. Atoms fall, repeated in a moment. A captive at the edge of Eden's door. In the company of the angels. Couldn't stand, couldn't stand the distance 
Like it is radio show. Thank you for all the uh, for all the communication tonight, all the texting and the emails, and uh, good to there again. Nice uh, for Stormy to be listening in the Philippines, and he um, always says such nice things. And what a what a God thing that he and I got to meet each other while he was in jail. And now, kind of weird that he's texting me from halfway around the world and listening to this broadcast tonight. We're talking about on Beaglers are listening out in um, Driscoll, North Dakota. We've got Leah in uh, West Fargo, Fargo, Moorhead, or wherever she lives. Where do you live? And then we've got um, some of the rest of you that have texted me tonight. Just good to have everyone. I'm not mentioning everybody, but it's just good to have everybody that's listening to the Tell It Like It Is radio show. We're broadcasting live from the KDIX studio in Dickinson, North Dakota. We're talking about 
uh, the story of how God called Lot and his family out of Sodom and how how once they got out of Sodom, how God, the second part of that call was, look not behind the escape for thy life. And then we read where Lot's wife did look behind her and she died. You know, when God calls you out of this world, it is so important that we continue on with God. And uh, I'm just as excited about seeing people do that as I am about them coming out. I have been doing what I'm doing right now for about 40 years. I came to God when I was 20, and I'm going to be 60 this summer. And I love it. I love being a pastor. I love preaching. I love what I'm doing right now on the radio. I I love all of it. But I do get discouraged sometimes because I see people that God calls out, but they don't make it. Or at least they're not making it at this point. I'm not saying they won't make it. There's many, many things that that cause people to go back. Uh, And I I don't want to get sidetracked tonight talking about those things. And, And I may mention a couple of them. But God's call to come out of sins, sin is only part of it. Because when he calls you out, he wants you to not look back. You know, Lot was called out of Sodom, but it seems like they never got Sodom out of their heart. You know, Lot had made his home in this wicked city of Sodom. Is it any different to make your home in Sodom or to move Sodom into your home? God wants us to continue on. God is calling us out of the wickedness of this world. No, we don't think we're better than everybody else. That's not the point. The point is that God called us out. We're not going back. We don't want to go back. That's why, for instance, one of the things that many people notice about Pentecostal people is they don't have televisions. And I'm thankful for that. When when I... When God called me out, one of the first things I did was get rid of my television set. And I'll tell you why I got rid of it. I didn't even know my pastor at this time, hardly at all, the one that became my pastor. But my wife and I were living in Valley City, and it was a very little church. And I don't think the pastor ever said anything about television. He might have, but I don't remember him saying anything about it. But what was happening to me is God had called me out of darkness into his marvelous light, and I would turn my television on, and it was making me mad. The things that they were talking about, and it's not near as bad as it is now. It wasn't near as bad then. I mean, there wasn't swearing. There wasn't all the things that are on television now. But I was called out, and I don't want to go back. You know, it's interesting to me. It's very, very interesting to me. And and here again, I'm speaking to a, a broad, possibly a broad, wide audience today. Maybe you're a Pentecostal person somewhere else that doesn't agree with what I said about television. But I'll tell you this. The Holy Ghost agrees with it. Because you can't tell me that you can come out of Sodom 
and then turn around and watch what's going on in Sodom on your television set, and that's pleasing to God. You can't tell me that's true. You know, and and what's interesting to me, um, it's very interesting to me, you know, this, this, uh, I would say the majority of the people in good standing in our church don't have television. They don't watch Hollywood movies. They don't listen to music that's not Christian music. Why would they? You see, when God calls you out of Sodom, he says, don't look back. Don't look back. You know, this, this, um, this, uh, uh, you know, uh, to believe that Pastor Bob could not be influenced to go back to where I came from would be foolish. If I would allow myself, you know, when I, when I, when I came to God, I've always loved music and I, you know, I play the guitar, I sing, I write some songs. Um, now I've got grandkids that are playing music. Uh, Abe that's running the controls tonight, he's a very, very good guitar player and singer. And um, and people very much like and enjoy listening. Even on the air, we have people that very much enjoy listening to him. He didn't bring his guitar tonight into the studio. I love music, always have. And before I was a Christian, I loved music. But the music I loved was was not good. The lyrics were not good. And I... Uh, when I came to God, I had about 300 albums and tapes that were my pride and joy. I had a stereo system that I had purchased with my own money that I had spent a lot of money on. It was a very, very high-quality stereo system. It was a Marantz system back then. That was, you know, I mean, uh, it was it was a, a fine of a system as any of my friends had. It was a very, very nice stereo system. And I would spend uh, hours listening to music. And when I came to God, and when I was baptized in Jesus' name, when I repented, I couldn't listen to my music anymore. Nobody told me I couldn't listen to it. But what was happening? My music was talking about the things that I had just come out of. The music I listened to was not good music. I mean, I listened to um, singers like Alice Cooper and... Black Sabbath and the Rolling Stones and, and their music, their lyrics are horrible. Why in the world would we want to go back to that? Like, why would I want to listen to an Eagles song right now that talks about a tequila sunrise when I don't even believe that we should be drinking? And country music is no better than that. Maybe the only thing worse about country music is you can understand the words better. <laughs> They're depressing. Man, I mean, I get depressed if I have to listen to country music. It's depressing. Why? Because it's talking about what God called me out of. It's talking about broken families. It's talking about drinking. It's talking about tr- trouble with the law. It's talking about all those things. You know, that that's why when God calls you out, don't bring yourself back under the influence of those things again. You know, there is a there was a movie that was made many years ago. There was a book, I think the book of course was first, and then there was a movie, and this movie was called Gone with the Wind. 
This movie had one swear word in it. And I back in those days, I watched movies. I wasn't a Pentecostal then. And it had one swear word in it, and that swear word caused a sensation. There were churches that were preaching about it and talking about it, and people were up in arms about this movie that had a swear word in it. And you know, now people think that's a good movie. And now the movies are filthy. You see, what am I saying? I'm telling you what what I'm saying is God has called us out of this world. Why would we want to go back and partake in it anymore? I was telling somebody here in Dickinson one time, we were talking about Hollywood movies. I said, I cannot imagine a person that calls himself a Christian wanting anything to do with Hollywood. And he got very offended by that. I mean, very offended. He said, I'm a Christian and I do that. So is there a difference between doing something and enjoying somebody else doing, watching somebody else do it? Like, is there a difference in committing adultery or really being entertained by somebody else committing adultery? Is there, is there a difference between you swearing or being entertained by somebody else that's swearing? Like, is there a difference? Like, this, when God calls you out, why would you want to go back? Why would you want to look back? I believe that nowadays, we've got a lot of different ways to look back. Hebrews chapter 2 verse 1 said, We ought to give more earnest heed to the things which we have heard, lest at any time we should let them slip. Verse 3 says, How shall we escape if we neglect so great salvation? This, this, um, you know, so in the broadcast tonight, which one should Pastor Bob stress more? Should I stress come out of sin or stay out of sin? See, because I talk about stay out of sin a lot, people say that I'm judgmental and don't have any mercy. Really? Is that the way you see it? So, I don't think we should stress one more than the other. This this gospel is for everybody But God loves us so much, he doesn't want us to stay the way we were. Like, what should we stress more, God's love or God's judgment? We're going to stress them both. Should we stress God's mercy or God's holiness? We're going to stress them both. What should we stress more, this great salvation or the warning not to go back to Sodom? We're going to stress them both. Equally the same. Both, and the call to the, to be saved is different than the call, or the call to the saved is different than the call to the lost. The call to the lost is come on. The call to the saved is stay on. We can find it all through the scripture that God loves both. Jesus was, one time a woman was caught in the very act of adultery, brought to Jesus, her accusers, 
were trying to trick Jesus. They said, the, the Mo- Moses said, the law said this woman should be stoned to death. What do you say? And Jesus, it's a longer story than this, but Jesus said, he that is without sin cast the first stone. They all left. And Jesus looked at this woman. He said, woman, where are your accusers? She said, they're gone. He said, I'm not going to condemn you either. Go and sin no more. So which one's the most important part of that story? I'm not going to condemn you or go and sin no more. They're both equally the same. Jesus wasn't being light on the sin of Sodom. But he was saying, I'll forgive you, but you need to change. Colossians 4 or 6 says, Let your speech be always with grace, seasoned with salt. You see, both. In other words, God wants everybody, but he's going to have you do some changing too. You know, the uh, this... Uh, you know, there, there is, uh, I'm, I'm really, I really feel bad that there would be churches that would stress one more than the other. Like, there are churches that all they stress is for people to say the sinner's prayer. Well, see, that's not our church. Now, we stress that you need to repent, but there's more to this thing than just getting out of Sodom. Because what good does it do if you come out and and give your life to Jesus, but a year from now you're just as messed up as you were before, it gives the gospel a black eye, a bad name. There are people that make fun of religious conversion. Oh yeah, they gave their life to Jesus. I wonder what they'll be doing six months from now. Well, part of the problem is the church they go to. Because... You know, the church that I started going to, my wife and I, after we came out of sin, was a church that encouraged us to stay out of sin. Don't look back. Don't go back. Stay away from certain things that would take you back. Romans chapter 11 and 22 says, Behold, therefore, the goodness and severity of God. On them which fell severity, but toward thee goodness, if thou continue in his goodness. Otherwise... Thou shalt also be cut off. You see that word if in there? In other words, if God's called you out of Sodom or out of sin, you're in his goodness. But you've got to continue in his goodness. Don't look back. You know, um, this, um, Abe, I'll I'll have you give out some information just a little bit here. We're not going to probably have time to play another song. But there are so many instances of the Bible of both. You know, there there are there really are. Um, this is, um, you know, this uh, in Galatians chapter six and nine. He said, "Let us not be weary in well doing, for in due season we shall reap if we faint not." You see that? You see both in there. In other words, like. Like we've got to continue on. Jesus said, "If you continue in my words, John eight thirty one, then you are my disciples indeed. If you continue in my word, you're my disciples indeed." See, he's telling Lot, "Okay, you're out of Sodom now. Okay, now follow my instructions. Don't look back. Head to the mountains. 
Jude 21, this scripture really confuses some people. It doesn't confuse me, I guess. But Jude 21, there's only one chapter in Jude, so it's just Jude verse 21. Keep yourselves in the love of God, looking for the mercy of our Lord Jesus Christ unto eternal life. Keep yourselves in the love of God. Does that mean you could walk underneath, away from that umbrella? It sure seems to. So, so tonight, I believe the whole gospel is come out of sin, stay out of sin. Come out of this world, stay out of this world. One of the things that attracted me so much to the, to the, um, the Pentecostal, the oneness Pentecostal movement is I met people in there when we first came to God that had been serving the Lord for many, many years and they were still excited about the things of God. Like, for instance, uh, my pastor, my pastor's wife. Uh, my pastor's wife's still alive. I don't know if she's listening tonight, but uh, Sister Walters, she was excited about the things of God. She was excited about the things of God as a girl. She was excited about the things of God as a young woman. She was excited about the things of a God as a, of God as a middle-aged woman, elderly woman. You see, I wanted that. Like, I don't want to go back. I don't want, I don't want to become stale. I'm going to, I mean, I want, I started this race not to quit, but to get stronger and get better and get closer to God. And so we have to preach. Come out, stay out. Go ahead, Abe, give us some, how to get a hold of us during the week. This is a Tell It Like It Is radio broadcast, and we are located at, right here in Dickinson, um, from the New Life Pentecostal Church. Um, the address to our church is 501 Elks Drive. And um, sun, on Sunday morning, we have Sunday school at 10 o'clock a.m. and a worship service at 11 a.m. And then on Wednesday night, we have a worship service, and that's at 7.30 p.m. And we would love to have everyone come and join us for that. If you would like to get a hold of Pastor Bob Simons, you can email him. His email is robertsimons. 58 at gmail.com or you can call him at 701-290-7862 and if you are from the beach area every Tuesday night there is a apostolic service in the beach community center and that's at 730 and um, there's just one service a week on Tuesday nights there and then in Bowman there's a brand new church started, an apostolic church, um, right on Main Street, and that's on Thursday night at 7.30. And that's just brand new um, within the past couple of months, just started. And so, again, we are from New Life Pentecostal Church. Um, come visit us, and we'd love to have you join us for service. Thank you, Abe, and <coughs> excuse me. thank you for all the texting that we're getting here tonight uh, appreciate all that and all the kind words uh, uh, Danny asking me a good question about uh, Danny from Minnesota about music I probably won't deal with that here but I I will say this that um, it's the lyrics that mean something to me um, you know ungodly lyrics are are where I would draw the line those will take you back um, the lyrics that I used to listen to, when I grew up, I have no desire to hear those songs again. 
I don't. As much as I love music, some of that music is tied into my youth. Um, certainly, uh, I'd like to hear uh, some of. The, part of me would like to hear one of those some of those songs again. It's very easy nowadays to hear those songs again. You can YouTube anything and hear those songs. But you know what? I don't want to go back. You know, my music, the music I listened to, had a great deal to do with me becoming a drug user. I'm not blaming. I'm not blaming Alice Cooper. I'm not blaming, um, you know, Led Zeppelin. I'm not blaming them. I, I mean, I, it was my free will. But I was under the influence of people that were drug addicts. You know, the the, the Beatles, um, all these people, uh, their lifestyle. I was. They became heroes to me, and I'm not going back. You know, I love music. I still listen to. I listen to all kinds of different Christian music, but I, I just don't want anything to do with. Uh, and you know, it's and you can. And I'll tell you what, your country music the same way. You know, I I'm not. I don't want to hear about it. You know, there's good Christian music out there. There's plenty of it. You know, uh, come to Jesus, stay with Jesus. That's what I'm talking about tonight. You know, there there. Uh, There are people that come to our church in Dickinson and have made major mistakes in their life, major sins, major mess-ups. I mean, major. I mean, bad, bad major. And you know what? We love them. Uh, Many of them are good members in our church. The, um, uh, you see, but the deal is they were called out by God and now they're walking with God and they're staying out. They're not going back. Don't look back. Don't turn back. You know, that's uh, how many people have made that start with God. Even famous people have made starts with God. You know, uh, uh, oh, I mean, I could talk to you about them. I, there, are, there are famous singers. Uh, there was a guy named B.J. Thomas that was very famous singer in the late... 70s, early 80s, became a Christian supposedly. But now I don't think he claims that anymore. There was a famous singer named Bob Dylan in the early 80s, uh, wrote, put three Christian albums out. I don't think he's claiming Christianity anymore. You see, it's one thing to be called out, but it's the other thing to stay on the path. It's just as important. Neither one should be emphasized any more than the other one. First Peter one fifteen says, "But as he which hath called you is holy, so be ye holy in all manner of conversation." That means lifestyle, because it is written, "Be holy, for I am holy." Of course, that's the Lord talking. This is this is a. Uh, uh, if you're going to a church that tells you you can give your life to Jesus and there's no rules, no strings, no direction, no guidance, you're going to a wrong kind of church. You know this. This. Uh, uh, you know here again. You know like our church is growing. We got this new building. It'll hold 500 people. We're going to fill it up. We're starting churches around the area. But I promise you, there are many people that have turned back over the years. Some of them. Some of them because of what I call this spiritual common sense teaching. Like a Christian has no business submitting his mind 
to the filth, whether it's in a book, a television program, or movie, it doesn't make any difference. You know, these people that, that um, are saying, oh, Pastor Bob, you can't preach against television anymore because now there's the Internet. I'll tell you what, I can preach against it even more now. You don't watch it on television. You don't watch it on the Internet. You don't watch it in, in the movie theater because we're not going back. I don't want to go back. You know what? There, there's nothing in Sodom that I want. There's nothing there that I want. I'm on a journey to the promised land, and I'm not going back to the Ur of the Chaldees. You see, this, this, uh, and this is what's really sad about people is sometimes they don't even realize it. They lose out spiritually, and they start to go back. There's a story, and I'm gonna just we're gonna bring this to a close tonight. And, and here again, I'll, I'll answer some of these texts off the air tonight. Uh, some people texting me, and I didn't really get a chance to deal with all this uh, different questions and so on. But Jesus told a story in Matthew, um, in the book of Matthew, and it's a story of ten virgins and a, and a wedding uh, and a wedding and a bridegroom. And he said in this story that five of the virgins were foolish and five were wise. And the five wise virgins had enough oil when it came time to go to this wedding, but the five foolish virgins did not. And so they missed it. And they were they were caught without being able to go in. There's only one reason Jesus told that story. There's one main point. Now, I know preachers can preach all kinds of things. But there's one main point to that story of those ten virgins. Stay ready. That's the point of the story. I mean, you know, I don't care if you agree with this or not. That's the point of the story. You people that believe in eternal security, once you accept Jesus as your personal Savior, you're saved no matter what. That story flies in the face of that. All of these were virgins. All of these were pure. All of these were right. All of these had oil at one time. And five of them looked back. Stay ready. You know, I, I'm going to end this program by saying this. I would be so pleased if you live in the Dickinson, North Dakota area to be your pastor. Uh, I would be very pleased. We've got a great church, great people, a lot, lot of children. I mean, it's, our church is full of children. We've got, I think I counted 80 children under 18 in our church. We got, I mean, we got, we're just loaded with kids. But you, the, the key here in, in at the New Life Pentecostal Church we're just trying to get a group of heaven, or a group of people to go to heaven, to be ready for heaven. That's the whole point. We're calling everybody to come, and once you start coming, we're going we're gonna to try to get you to heaven. That's, that's our purpose. This is the Tell Like It Is show, and uh, thank you so much for listening tonight. Um, there is, um, um, as Abe in, invited you to church, I'm not going to go through all that again, but I am going to pray for you tonight. Lord Jesus, 
tonight as we close this broadcast, I, I do pray, God, that the simplicity of this, you're calling people out, you're not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance, God, and we know you love us, we know you love everybody, you love every single person, God, even the people living in Sodom, in, in this city you loved, and you said even if you would have gone back, that they would have repented. And I know that there are people, Lord, that are living lifestyles that doesn't seem like they're going to be able to, to make it. But I know that you're a God of mercy and a God of love. But also, Lord, help us to have the wisdom to walk circumspectly and to walk and look around and see, Lord, that there are things that could take us back to where you called us from. And I pray today that you would help us to keep a good spirit, a good attitude, Lord, towards those that are trying to help us make it to heaven. We just pray tonight in the name of Jesus. Thank you so much for all the nice things you texted me. And Lord willing, next Sunday night, we'll be back for another Tell It Like It Is radio show.
Have you always wanted to have a program on the radio? If you can talk on the phone, you can have your very own program on Holy Ghost Radio 2. You can produce your program or we can help you produce it. For more information, tap on the ad panel on our app or contact us through our website, www.holyghostradio.com. The preceding program was brought to you by an independent producer. The opinions expressed on the program do not necessarily reflect those of the staff, management, or ownership of Holy Ghost Radio.